Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Enjoy the Decline. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher. Soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And it's Monday, December 6th in the year 2022. And the weather in the Northwest is getting a little crazy. Sorry about missing bended knee today. I was traveling and then we had I-5 north of Reading shut down. So I made myself tucked in and comfortable in a hotel while all that gets cleared out because of the crazy drivers that wrecked on the ice. But so goes the world as it is. One thing that we have to be very concerned about in this crazy time, I don't know if you heard, there was a digital hack that took down part of the grid in Moore County, North Carolina. Of course, they're saying it was gunshots, even though the police say there was no gunshots reported, but you get the feel. But we do need to make sure that you're taking good care of your digital identities and your digital conversations, like your email. And there's a great place to begin that with, and that's Start Mail. The protection of our privacy should be every American's right. But the government is watching. Big tech is selling our data and criminals are hacking our accounts. Everywhere you turn, we are losing our privacy. The most important step you can take is securing your email account. Consider the year's worth of emails and the information they hold about where you've been, who you've met, and what you're thinking. That's why I recommend Start Mail, a private email service that keeps your inbox safe and lets you enjoy secure, ad-free communication without surveillance. Every message can be encrypted, and when you delete an email, it's gone forever. Plus, get unlimited disposable email aliases to protect your identity. Ditch the spy mail and get Start Mail. Right now, Bards FM listeners can save 50% on the first year. Go to startmail.com forward slash Bards. That's Start Mail with a T. Startmail.com forward slash Bards. Right now to save 50%. This is one of the most important things you can do is to secure your email communications. Again, startmail.com forward slash Bards to secure your email privacy and your personal security. At startmail.com, you can find the link down below in every podcast for all these great supporters of the show. Patriot says, we start out tonight, it sounds like Katie Hobbs has run into a bit of trouble. No surprise. She's one of the, another, one of the most noble of our kind in the political realm, who doesn't like to do polit- political debates, doesn't like to talk to people, but definitely counts on the fact that there's going to be ballot stuffing and algorithm flipping to get her into office. Take a listen. So we have some interesting breaking news regarding Governor-elect Katie Hobbs, Carrie Lake, and the Arizona governor's race. Now, they did certify the election a couple hours ago, but Chairman Ron Gold of Mojave County claims that he did so under duress of fear of being arrested by Katie Hobbs. Due to a leaked email, which I have saved a screenshot of at the end of this video so you can view it for yourself... It appears that the office of Katie Hobbs, while she was Secretary of State, was colluding with Twitter to censor information. I know a lot of you out there are saying Twitter's a private company, they can censor whatever they want, what's the big deal? While that's true, a government official cannot. Not only has she now opened herself up to multiple civil lawsuits, there's a good possibility she may be in some deep, deep trouble because of this. Here's the email, decide for yourself. It's just basically saying right there that they had agreed to have Twitter censor stuff. So there you have it right there. And that's what they're finding. And, you know, this is the same thing. We keep finding the paper trails. And I will tell you, it does get a little bit old because we don't have currently a justice system that works at all. And we know that. It is rigged from top to bottom. But this is where county action really makes a big difference. Now, why I say that... um, Tomorrow night, I want to make sure and highlight, tomorrow night's interview is fantastic. It's going to be with Dr. Frank. And if you don't know who Dr. Frank is, he is the man who's been working literally at a county level, and he's been doing it for the last three years. 
going to two to three counties a week and working with people to validate the voters, not the vote, but the voters and giving people the tools to take cases to the sheriff to now make decisions and possibly even issue investigations on voter fraud. So it's really a great interview. He's a fantastic man, but it gets right to the point of the county-by-county actions. County-by-county actions are going to be the solid base for how this country moves along, but we are literally in a decline right now, and it's a big one, if you haven't noticed, and it's not getting any easier as we go forward. We have the massive rise of transgenderism. We have fools going everywhere. But I think we start tonight with one of the best tweets I've heard in a while. (laughs) Here it comes. This is from Molly Rutherford, MD. And boy, is she such a nice lady. She says, I apologize for ever recommending the COVID shot for anyone. I should have known better. I'm thankful I never got it. But I'm also seriously concerned about people who did, including many people I love. And then she does hashtag stop the shots. Well, thanks, Molly. You're just a real good Samaritan, aren't you? And I'll tell you what, just in honor of that, we're going to vote you number one on the list of crimes against humanity. And when that day comes that they start working up those nooses, we'll be right up there in front with some popcorn and some moose tracks. Can hardly wait. Now, in other news, Patriots. This is such a such a horrible thing. It says here that there's a whole well, there was a picture of a whole list of militia guys. <laughs> they looked like some interesting dudes, but they came heavily armed. And it says here by Alejandra, that should tell you everything. Alejandra Caraballo, Carabal, oh, I can't even say the name Caraballo. Alejandra Caraballo. It says, these are the people, and it shows the militia folks, who showed up outside a drag show in Columbus, Ohio, and caused it to be canceled. This is terrorism. Where is the DOJ? This is a clear violation of civil rights by neo-Nazi organizations. (laughs) To stop a drag queen show, you betcha. What can I say? Oh, patriots, what a wonderful world we live in. It's like Mr. Rogers. It looks like when you take LSD and you mix it with some peyote and you drink a good glass of alcohol with it. I'm sure everything looks just fine. My goodness. And then we have another great tweet here by Julia Clare. She says, it's insane to me that homeschooling is an accepted practice in this country. Real teachers have to go through years of training and state certification, but an evangelical mom with a BA in marketing who isn't sure about the Holocaust can be like, no, I should be the teacher. Hmm. (laughs) Triggered, are we? Just maybe a little bit. You see, what's happening right now is the left is obviously unraveling, and it's unraveling at a fast rate. And they're doing so at such a rate that they don't really know what exactly to do. Here's a little bit of follow-up with those teachers and our current problem we call it toxic masculinity question mark this comes comes from kathy zoo 43 percent of boys are raised by single mothers 78 percent of teachers are female so close to 50 percent of boys have 100 percent feminine influence at home and 80 percent feminine influence at school toxic masculinity isn't the problem The lack of masculinity is. This is exactly right. This is how they are trying to destroy us from within. Not only have they waged an effective war and a very effective war against the male, but they have continued to wage this war in such a way that they have reinforced it in our schools and men being so complacent in this fight. We don't have good examples for kids. We have broken homes and we have children that are absolutely falling under the complete feminine influence. Now, women don't take that personally. I know you're with those, especially those that are raising their kids alone or are leading the way in your home. Congratulations. And God bless you for doing it. And please understand these comments are directed specifically at the need to have strong men. And I really mean this. We have had a fight here and it's been thanks to the women that we've gotten as far as we have because men have not done a damn thing worth much in this country as a whole. Men have dropped the ball. Women have taken the lead, and this just isn't the way it should be. So women's, women have bared the burden of this. They bear the burden of childbearing and child raising. Well, men, I don't know what you're doing. I really don't, but it might be time to get into the war. So to add some craziness to the world, I thought I'd read this to you. This is a, this is a snapshot of our world and our country right now. 
Just thought I'd share this with you. The title of this post is Dog Scared of Man and My Trans Wife. Here we go. Enjoy this. You might want to get some popcorn on this one. It says, I know there is a dog training sub, but I don't want to get into trans stuff in a sub that isn't for trans queer people. My wife and I have had our dog for four years. For 2.5 of those years, my wife still identified as male. Our dog was always, has always been a little bit scared of men and strongly preferred affection from women. My wife has been on HRT for five months now. This morning, she was very depressed and crying. She said she was upset over several things, but one of the things she mentioned was the dog being afraid of her, formerly a him. We know the dog is afraid of men, so the dog being scared of my wife is invalidating. <laughs> I'm serious. This is the post. You can't make this stuff up. It continues. We adore our dog, and rehoming her is not an option we will consider. What makes a dog indefinitely my wife as what makes a dog identify my wife as male? Question mark. Is it a scent thing? Question mark. Will that change as her hormones stabilize? Question mark. Has anyone else gone through this? Question mark. How did you make it better? Question mark. Thank you for your advice in advance. <laughs> I, you know, there is a point in time when we have to approach the fact that there is a level of retardation and brain damage in a society that may not be able to be recovered. And I'm not sure that we have, you know, we have this great thing in Q. It says we will be united again. I'm going to tell you something. Whoever quotes that to me, I'm literally going to slap them because I don't want to be united with these people. I don't. I don't care. I don't want anything to do with this. This is absolutely lunatic stuff. To believe that this stuff is normal and real is incredibly crazy. Now, here's another one. This comes from Eugene, Oregon. And here we go. Uh, this is a, a sudden awakening. Listen to this. It shows a picture of a, of a young, what looks like a girl, who is going to be in a trans um, event. So it says, so I, so I see an advert for a drag queen story hours, for a drag queen story hour for kids at a pub in Eugene. Let that sink in a minute. A drag queen story hour at a pub. That works. It was named After Satan. Promoting the attendance of an 11-year-old drag queen by the name of Venelope. She then writes, I think this is bad. Send, a send to a friend and we both start digging because something seems very off about this. If you knew Eugene, this would make more sense than anything in the world. This is a place where literally they think they're another country to begin with. The brain damage collectively in that city is beyond measure. And this is literally a sudden awakening that there might be something wrong with having a trans boy of 11 years old at a drag queen contest in a pub. Maybe there's a problem. Not sure. Just saying. Could be. Might be something unusual. We'll have to see. Not really sure what to say. Patriots, this is the world that we currently live in, and it's truly a disturbing place when we get into this. It's a place that we continue to have to struggle through and think about in terms of rationale and reality, and it only gets worse by the day, which means we really can't rationalize any of it, and I don't know that we're intended to. Now, in some other news, and it should come as no surprise, Putin has banned is signs into law sweeping ban on LGBT propaganda. Now, this should tell us a lot about where this is coming from. The, the communist globalists that are trying to push us towards a no, new world order, a unified currency, a unified government, and also a unified religion are all the ones leading the way to destroy gender identity. This entire war is real, and it's happening in our local towns all the way up to our national levels and globally, and it's happening simultaneously. So the, this article begins with, as if the West needed more reason to hate Vladimir Putin, the Russian president on Monday signed into law updated legislation which expands the current ban 
on the prohibition of what dubs LGBT propaganda to children, shrugging off widespread Western human rights criticisms levied at Moscow. The new law now expands to banning anything that promotes LGBT propaganda before the entire population, regardless of age or demographic, which makes it much more sweeping and broad. The law also aggressively targets transgender ideology. And at this point, anything interpreted as advancing or displaying information that can make minors want to change their gender is banned according to the new law. This includes promoting non-traditional sexual relations. Violation of the law, for example, with media campaigns or formal organizations and activism could see entities face a fine of up to 4 million rubles or just under $64,000. Time in jail is also possible as punishment in further effective bans all future attempts at pride parades. According to details in the Moscow Times, people of all ages are now banned from accessing certain content under new legislation. From now on, LGBT relationships and lifestyles cannot be displayed or mentioned, according to activists. The display of LGBT relationships is also banned from advertising campaigns, films, video games, books, and media publications. Outlets that break, out, uh, break the new law could be fined or shut down by the government. Do you ever get the sense that sometimes you just want to become Russian? I mean, literally. This is unbelievable. I mean, I'm like, oh, go Putin. Once again, go Putin. But that reminds me of something. That immediately stirs something in my mind that I think is important for us to remember. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. So, Patriots, the challenge for us here in the States is to continue to watch this collapse that we're dealing with, a perversion that has basically infected every single part of our society and is continuing to infest it like a cancer. When we look across, and of course the hatred for Russia continues, and part of that hatred is always towards the fact that they seem to be doing things in the moral direction, which we've long lost in our nation. And that's something that we have to keep in mind, because in order to take this country back, we are not going to be able to do this through legislation at a national level. We are dealing ultimately with what's going to take an extremely intense work at a local level, and that's going to be to try to resurrect the true sense of what it is to be American and the true sense of what it is to be a patriot. Right now, our, the biggest attacks that are being waged in this country are the vote and the war against children. And what's interesting is when you put two things together, you start to understand that those two things go hand in hand. The vote corruption is unbelievable. You're going to get a lot of details again on that tomorrow night. And not that we don't know this, but to understand really how pervasive it is is quite stunning. But what's really amazing is when you start to look at the overlay of the vote corruption with the corruption of what the known trafficking of children are, you start to find an emerging map it becomes very important to appreciate. We are dealing with a corruption that is so important to realize that those in power need the vote to control the vote to ensure that we never unmask the greatest crime ever committed in this country. And this here is a time when we have to look at what is happening underneath the covers. The true sense of criminality in this country is the trafficking of children. It is continuing. It's getting worse at all times. And the Balenciaga event doesn't slow down whatsoever. In fact, the more that we study Balenciaga, we start to see and realize the true depth of that corruption, which now is taking us into other, com other companies and other CEOs. Balenciaga, 
is the tip of an iceberg, but it's having a massive ripple effect on things that we really have to pay attention to. And where it's taking us is to see, quite frankly, that we are looking at such a deep corruption that's going into other agencies and other places. One of the things about Balenciaga is obviously Balenciaga is not the parent company. So let me let let you listen to this short piece right here. Hang on. I spent three days researching the Balenciaga ad scandal, and I had to stop because I became physically ill. I made connections between some of the people involved and saw a lot of images that are beyond disturbing. And for any of you who want to see it, I will be posting it up on YouTube for members only. Obviously, because of the content, I will not be able to just make it public which is, you know, really ironic because I got all of those images off of Instagram and apparently at the time Instagram had no problem with them. By now, most of you have already seen the images from Balenciaga's ad campaign featuring young children in very compromising positions, carrying or displaying teddy bears that are dressed in S&M bondage gear and around champagne glasses and alcohol. There are also images of children with satanic type of scrollings and other nonsense and garbage and chaos. To be absolutely clear, Balenciaga is a multi-billion dollar company. They are completely aware of every ad that is run for their brand. This isn't a mistake, this isn't an oversight, and none of the big people in the company were unaware of what was going on. All of the adults involved in this ad campaign need to be held accountable, and that includes the parents of these children. Child endangerment laws don't matter if they're not enforced. That's easy enough because the CEO of Balenciaga is Cedric Sharpe. But there's another man involved on a much higher level, and his name has barely been mentioned. His name is Francois-Henri Pinot. He is the CEO of Balenciaga's parent company, Caring. He's also Salma Hayek's husband and the father of her daughter, Valentina. If you don't see the connection yet, keep watching and you will. The next person that needs to be held accountable is Demna Vasalia, Balenciaga's creative director since 2015. Another person that needs to be held accountable is the ads stylist, Lara Volkova, who has worked with Balenciaga since 2014. She's also worked as a stylist for other luxury fashion brands such as Adidas and Gucci. Once again, Balenciaga's parent company, Caring, also owns Gucci. There's no way Pinot did not know that this was going on. Another person that needs to be held accountable for her role in Balenciaga's pedophilic ad is Rachel Chandler. She owns Midland Models and she's the one that cast the ad. Here's 19-year-old Rachel Chandler on a private plane with President Bill Clinton. According to influencer Ollie London, Rachel Chandler has tweeted many times bragging that she has been on Epstein's Island. Rachel Chandler is married to Tom Guinness of the Guinness Beer Dynasty. Tom's great-great-grandfather, Edward Guinness, was given a royal title in 1919. Strangely, the same year that Balenciaga was founded. Edward Guinness owned Elvedon Hall in Thetford, UK. The horrific orgy scene in Stanley Kubrick's Eyes Wide Shut was filmed in Elvedon Hall. For those of you who don't know, Eyes Wide Shut was released in 1999 and starred Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise. Strangely, six days after the screening of the final cut of the film, Stanley Kubrick died of a heart attack in his sleep. Nicole Kidman also worked on the ad campaign for Balenciaga's 2023 Spring Collection, and yet she hasn't said a word about the allegations against Balenciaga, nor has she distanced herself from the brand. Balenciaga's spokesmodel, Kim Kardashian, put out a tweet about the allegations, but didn't say that she would distance herself from Balenciaga at all. In fact, she made it sound like she was going to stick around. This is really sad especially coming from a woman who has four children. I guess she's just like her mother. The connections go further and things get way more bizarre. But again, I can't share any of that here because my content will be taken down. However, if you're interested, you can go onto YouTube and join up as a member and see it there. 
This is the only way I can share the information without having my entire channel taken down. The depravity of those in power is being exposed for the entire world to see. Many of you are scared, and I get it. These are horrific events. But this isn't the time to turn a blind eye because of the horror. This is the time to stand. We're not powerless, and there are two legal ways to fight back. Boycott and protest. Boycott Guinness beer and any establishment or supermarket or liquor store that sells it. Boycott Kim Kardashian, her show, her products, and all of her merchandise, as well as any platform that will show it and any store that will carry her products. Boycott Hollywood. And for the love of humanity, boycott Disney. Nordstrom, Saks Fifth Avenue, and Neiman Marcus all carry carrying products. Boycott them. Organize and protest outside of their stores. Film it all and post it throughout social media. Let your voice be heard. Gays Against Groomers are hosting a nationwide protest against the exploitation of children on December the 3rd. If you're watching this on YouTube, I posted a link to their website in the description box below this video for details. Get involved. The time to pick a side is now. God bless America. Absolutely right. This isn't a time to be complacent, and the Balenciaga event has a lot of momentum, and we have to keep the momentum on. Now, the thing about Balenciaga is when this particular research was outstanding, by the way, and this particular research pointed out to uh, Rachel Chandler, which is really important to appreciate because this takes us back to early Q when a lot of this was being exposed and everybody was waiting for like some mass exposure, which didn't happen. But Rachel Chandler was well detailed in the early Q uh, posts. She is a handler for kids. She's actually more than a handler. She was a groomer of a horrific kind. And the models that she specializes in are children that fit the profile of being abused, addicted to drugs, and starved and, and beaten. So these are the types of models that Balenciaga is hiring, which is likely leading since they are part of Caring. Caring is the, is the senior company who recently was selling art of children that were brutally mutilated in their paintings and drawings or tortured. Caring's art that was being sold at Christie's is all part of an elite culture. And it's very important to understand what we're looking at here. We're getting a glimpse. Like when people come in and they wanted to get a glimpse had quote redneck culture. There's actually a, a a profile that people often like to portray in terms of redneck culture. It might be a lifted truck. It might be a, a monster a monster drink. They're gonna probably put a baseball bat and a shotgun in their back mirror, and they're gonna have some sort of hat on their on their head, and probably a few other things like cowboy boots and and Lee jeans. But when you talk about, and that gives you kind of a profile, when we're looking at here is we're getting a deep glimpse into the elite's brand and what it constitutes. And what this is, is a brand that is just absolutely centered around the abuse and torture and mutilation of children as an art form. They traffic in kids. I can't stress this enough. They traffic in children and that gives them power and leverage. So this is something that is that is a is harder for people that have not been prepared to see, and yet it is here and it is incre increasing to wake people up, and it's something we have to keep momentum on. Balenciaga ended up being one of these events. Then parallel with the release in Twitter of the Hunter Biden laptop issues, has started to shake up a lot of the normies and those who have refused to look. That's interesting because we're seeing this repeatedly across the way. People are talking about the Balenciaga event. We're seeing people cut up their $1,200 bags that they buy and their $1,200 tennis shoes going into the, into the garbage can. What you're seeing here, again, is a glimpse in another aspect of the culture that we're fighting and trying to wake up, and it's the people that have found alliance and comfort into emulating being part of the rich elite, even though they're not. They're just basically kissing butt to the rich elite by trying to wear their styles and their fashions with dreams of being them. Suddenly, their dreams and their, iconic, and their idolatries are shattering and is starting to fall apart, and it's good. So the pressure needs to continue to be on things like Balenciaga, Balenciaga in particular, so that we don't let the pressure be. And anything you can post and continue to transmit is extremely important. Patriots, the world is crazy, and it's not going to get any less crazy. You have the parties, which are two parties of the same face or the same coin. 
It's the Uniparty Mitch McConnell today saying that he's joining Pelosi and Schumer to agree to pass the JCPA media cartel bailout that allows censorship of conservative media. That should not come as a shock to anybody. We have obviously the continued effort of both parties to suppress anything related to President Trump, anything related to MAGA, anything related to Q. Now, and a little bit of good news for you, it's local, but it's something worth noting. I just got word today that three counties in Oregon, up near Portland, Portland is in Multnomah County primarily, but three counties around Portland, Clackamas was one, Washington County is another, and the third is Aloha County. Now, why this is important is typically those three counties go liberal and stand for liberal policies, even though they are primarily a blue-collar and working-class type counties. Since the last election, the county commissions in all three of those counties have been taken over by MAGA. And in Clackamas County, the county commission and Republican Party has been taken over in part by Proud Boys. So we have a significant movement at local levels across this nation to start shifting politics at a local level, which is extremely important to understand that, and to start putting the pressure back on politics that will protect children, which has to be one of the highest priorities out there of all. Children are truly going to be the blessing of whether we turn to them or not is going to be the way heaven will either bless us or not, and I mean that. But this is a really difficult time for America. We are in the worst of it all. We are seeing the worst of it all, and it's going to continue to percolate up because these People not, are going for broke. They have either they either win or they lose, and they know that there's no in between. And the war and the, that they're waging is waging right at the children. The large degree of reason for that is they know that's the vulnerability that the patriots aren't willing to put their life on the line for. And I'm sorry, but that's the truth. We're willing, we're, we're more willing to start arguing about and worrying about count, counting ballots than making a hard line against protecting the children. So where do you think they're going to go? They've already got the vote rigged. That's not a problem. The vote is controlled. They've seen it. They've spent 20 years building the system or more. They have it controlled at so many levels. And while we're spending our time trying to prove the vote, they're waging a decisive war against children. All of these two things go together because the vote protects their trafficking and their trafficking ensures their power. And we are not making a hard enough stand. And in, now with that, there's starting to be all sorts of false flags to take your eyes away from things. Today, missiles were launched into Russia, deep into Russia, and those airstrikes hit two Russian bases. Now, since then, Russia's counter-responded with attack, rocket attacks on Ukraine to knock out radar systems and other things. But this is showing a measure of desperation and escalation in the war to try to keep our eyes away from what's coming on the U.S. side. What is coming here is more information and truth downloads. And it's happening in ways that are not controlled anymore by those in power. Now, I'm not going to sit here and wave the flag of anybody. For those of you that were waving the flag of Kanye West, he's gone. He's basically burned out and imploded with his presentation on Alex Jones, putting himself in a black knit face mask without any eyes or mouth, and then going on to recite how he loves Hitler. Whatever his reasons or motivations, this is interesting to note that as the Weimar Republic was then was declining before the Nazis took power, the one thing that's very interesting to note is a parallel example or parallel propaganda campaign that's happening right now, and that is that they had blacks proclaiming that they were the true Jews and trying to de develop a decisive hatred before, between the Jews and the, and, the white, and the collective white race of Germany, which ended up being a catalyst later for what the Nazis were able to do. So be aware of this manipulation. And this is something that Kanye is trying to push. So I would be very, very cautious of following anything Kanye says. He's trying to make a mockery of Christians, and at the same time, he's trying to make a divisiveness between the movement of conservatives and I just, there's nothing that, uh, that he says that I would stand by. You have to be careful of all the voices right now. One of the questions you should be asking, because I know there's people out here that think a lot of Alex Jones. I realize that he's been fairly correct on a lot of propaganda stuff, but I think you should ask a simple question. It's this. How is Alex Jones still alive for all the things that he's proclaimed? 
Remember, a good disinformation campaign employs people to tell you many times 90% truth, to build a loyalty with you so that then at certain points they can cause disruptions, separations between unity or destruction of unity, and mobilization towards efforts that may result in civil war or social chaos. Be very suspect of these people. The question to ask with so many of these, including folks like True the Vote, Kanye, and Alex Jones, and others, is where is their funding coming from and how are they building such influence in media empires? Very important questions to ask that we don't have answers to, and until you do, be cautious. I'm not telling you they're good or bad, other than I would say Kanye has proven himself to be probably well handled by the deep state. Be cautious who you listen to. Use discernment at the highest level right now. We are in the peak of the information war, and both sides are playing deception at an unprecedented rate, and they are continuing to flow down. Now, you've noticed that there have been a number of events that have happened on the 8th of each month. We had this time, it was the election and the death of Queen Elizabeth. Expect something, it would not be unlikely to expect something on December 8th, whatever that is. We just had a cyber attack, like I mentioned at the beginning, out in Moore County in North Carolina, Moore County in North Carolina ended up saying it was caused by gunfire. They took out a trans, trans, uh, transmission site. I don't believe that's the case at all because the initial reports were probably correct on this, that it was a targeted cyber attack. And we can expect more of this, especially as the news rolls out. They're going to try to create enough chaos on the Internet and other places to prevent more and more people from seeing the truth. The truth on all of this is the darkest part of this, and I've talked about this now for at least most of last week, and I've talked about it a lot over the last three years, that the underpinning to the entire Western society is the trafficking of children. One of the things I talked to Dr. Frank about after the interview today, and it was stunning to hear his response, as I had mentioned child sex trafficking, and his comment to me was, and remember, he's a data guy. And he, he looks at hard data and he said, child sex trafficking is worse than most anybody realizes and it is the single thing that they are fighting to protect. That came from Dr. Frank. There's another person I, I spoke with recently and they've been doing their PhD on the, uh, the trafficking numbers. I mentioned this before. Their numbers were about 800,000 children missing each year. I had done my own research on this two years ago and came up with a number around 750,000 children missing each year, each year. When you take that times multiple years, you're talking about millions of children. The question we're not answering, we're not asking enough hard questions and we're not holding these people accountable to the questions. We're asking them, nobody answers, so we move on. We need to keep drilling down on these hard topics. Just take the illegal traffic across our border, which we know exists. We need to be asking what is happening to those women that are pregnant, those women who are coming across single and children that are, are being moved across. Where are they going? Why are they going to military bases? From the military bases, where are they being transported to? Children have a value. And on the global level, they have a greater value than anything out there. They are the kingpin to the power and commodities in which these elites traffic in. And that is what Balenciaga is giving us a glimpse in. Because it develops an entire culture from there. It develops the culture of art of, of mutilation, art of abuse. It develops a whole pool of people that create model a modeling industry. They are trafficked. They are sexualized. They are abused for pleasure. They are used for sacrifice. And this is the center point of the world that without children, we have nothing. So while we have the, the focuses of issues like the vax, which is killing people at about 4,000 a week, and we have the decline of our economy, which is happening at a rapid rate. We're seeing shortages happen. Germany now has ordered farmers to cut back on fertilizer, while in Denmark, one of the most prosperous places for the food in Europe, the military is now using bulldozers to flip tractors, even with people inside destroying tractors who are protesting their new confiscation of property laws. So you're seeing a designed famine that's being put into place so they can control the food and hence control the people, and they're going to continue to wage that war here. But all of this in the end, when you water it down between the, the medical, the war on, the, on our health, the war on food, the war on petrol, the war on economics, what's the underpinning thing that they constantly are trying to protect and are not talking about? It's children. 
And sadly, neither are we. We're not talking about it enough as a patriot movement. We're keeping it. We're, we're following the rabbits that they are the squirrels that they put in the trail. And we're not zeroing in on the singular thing. Yesterday, when I was at the, when I gave a sermon at the church in Nevada County yesterday, one of the women came up to me afterwards, and I think she just nailed this so well. She said, you know, God has given me a dream I needed to share with you. And I said, please, let's hear. And she said, the dream has said this, that when the nation finally puts its eyes back on children as a priority, the blessings of heaven will begin to arrive. This is a true statement. That as a nation, we have an obligation to be putting our emphasis on children. But the thing is, without doing that, we're never going to understand the depths of the problem. Now, to give you just a good tee up, and I'll talk much more about this in the coming weeks, we are going to be starting an initiative. I am leading this, and I'm getting a coalition of people to start helping me to start pushing out in 2023 to begin building information and intelligence cells in counties across this nation. This is going to be a big effort. So I'm just going to kind of close tonight with just a tee up on what's coming. In 2023, we're going to be setting up, our goal is to set up 500 new podcasters in the nation that will be county focused. That means telling news and accounts of the county. And behind that, we're going to be setting up using veterans as the pivot on this to set up intelligence cells that will support the, the county and looking at what type of things are going on in the county in illicit activities, which includes drug, human trafficking, and other sort of crimes, including voter issues. So these this will provide two things. It provides us the ability to start developing a county-by-county county map, and it also provides a mechanism to transmit that information into the county so people have access to it and can start hearing the stories. This is a big a, initiative. I'm getting some big backing on this, and I'm just teeing it up because I want you to start thinking about whether you or other people want to be a podcaster. We're going to support you to help get you started, and that's coming starting in February. We'll start to talk a lot about it and set the groundwork for it in January, and then we'll even be doing some conferences on it throughout the year, both live stream and in presence, so people get the training they need to be good podcasters. We need more. We need more information at a county level. We don't just need global podcasters. We don't need Q stuff. We don't need, we don't need conspiracy theories. We need hard reporting at a county level where you're interviewing sheriffs, interviewing county commissions, you're asking good questions, you're elevating up the issues, and you're making your county aware of what's going on. The real fight is going to be at the county level. And the more that we understand how that's going to be, the more that we will win this fight. So all of this that we're starting here, is to lay the bedrock for something really significant that we're going to roll out as Bard's Nation in 2023, and we're going to get some big backing on this in great ways. And this is where we start to literally start waging war at a local level. We have great support already. We have Shemaine Nugent behind us, We and I think we might even get Uncle Ted with a little head nod towards it, which would be great. We have, obviously, our kilted Christian Duncan behind it. We have the, the uh, resistance chicks. We have Man in America's behind this. We have a lot of great people. I've got the endorsement from Glad Tidings Church in Northern California, where we can even run seminars. Brad Cummings, Pastor Cummings is going to support this. And I, I have a head nod support from Dr. Frank. People, this is big. And we're, I'm moving as fast as we can on this to get this going. And we definitely want to get people out here on the county level telling county stories, doing real news, because this is how we make the change. Truth is going to be our greatest weapon here. And as we get truth going out here to more and more people to understand the depth of the problem, this will give us a network to be able to transmit bigger messages as they move along. And as each county starts to map out its true problems, especially the issues of illegal voter movements and child sex trafficking and drugs, we start to see the real intel maps of what's going on. We start to build a comprehensive map of what's going on in the nation, which allows for the future step of how to make proper delivery of justice. This is big. The kingdom expects us to have justice in this land. Our justice system as we have it is broken. It's why we are in such an upside down situation right now. And we're having to reset a nation from bottom up. That's where the true power is. So as we start to do this, we have to regain our power. And to regain our power, we have to frame it appropriately 
through the rules of kingdom. That means a forgiving heart, a loving heart, and the reliance on God to guide us towards proper justice. That's where we're headed, and this is going to be a powerful 2023, so buckle up. Patriots, with that said, let's pray. Father, we come to you very humble today, blessed with all that you've given and the guidance you continue to provide for us. We thank you for the eyes to see in a time which is so critical and so convoluted with deception and lies and twisted truths in such a way that we are having a hard time at points to navigate our way through. But thanks to the glory of all you give us, the wisdom that you provide us, the eyes that you give us to see and the ears that you provide us to hear, we begin to see a line through all of this to separate the precious from the worthless. And as we start to anchor onto what is precious, truly we understand that the most precious item in this entire world are our children. Father, guide us in this fight to give us a mightier position to stand boldly to defend these children and these innocents, to take our country back from bottom up to ensure that these children have a prosperous future and that no matter what it takes, let us fight for that cause and their future freedom and liberty and ensure that they do not come come prey to those vultures that currently run this world. Guide us and protect us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, Patriots, I'm just going to ask that you put all of that that I shared at the end there to prayer. We need as many prayers as we can. This is a massive initiative. It's going to take a lot of effort. I know that Bars Nation is going to be very active in this, and I'm excited about it. But nonetheless, we're going to need prayers. We're going to go on the offensive. The offensive begins at the local level. We will take our nation back. Trust me, we will win this. But it's going to take an absolute solid resolve in your spirit and your faith as we move forward. This is going to be a tough fight. We are not going to let this evil crush us. We will stand boldly on the rock of faith. We will proclaim boldly our position under the banner of Christ, and we will make this enemy bow to him. That's our greatest victory. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He will never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. 
because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 